Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Spilling the Tea Leaves podcast with your hosts, Rachel and Michelle. Hi. <laughs> we, are, we are really excited to do our first series. We are starting our summer chakra series today. Today is an introduction, essentially, to chakra systems and beliefs and ideas. What what are they? How can you feel into them? How do you work with them? Why would you want to do that? What's the history? Um, and Michelle has an absolutely insane amount of knowledge about this topic. So I'm I'm really excited to hear more about each one. So we're going to start today with an introduction, um, a history, yeah. uh, a basic. Um, introductory course and then over the next um additional seven podcasts we will address each um of the uh, well again there, there are different chakra systems but it, we're going to focus on essentially the seven main or most i suppose widely recognized um in in what in, in the most popular in the most currently popular tradition and again we'll get into that a bit more um there's so much to talk about um i know michelle has done a lot of prep work um and we're, we're very excited yeah i mean chakras so <clears throat> what are chakras like, we're, i feel like I this it. is a word that's let's just jump in um I, there are this is a word that's popularly used in the spiritual new age community, but there's not a lot of, uh, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. There is a lot of information and that information can sometimes become overwhelming. So hopefully Rachel and I can kind of condense it for you and give you a quick uh, background on what it is. I mean, chakras essentially are, energy centers so they are our spiritual power in the human body so they connect our physical bodies to our esoteric or our spiritual bodies so they are that sort of bridge between the physical plane and your spiritual plane your soul it's what keeps you uh it's it's your source of spiritual power essentially okay and um, now, like Rachel mentioned, the most popular. So, yeah, there's a lot. All right. <laughs> right. Like, like, how do we even, like, we're, like, it's like looking at an apple. Like, where do you take the first where bite? Like, okay. So please feel free to interrupt me or stop me or ask questions because I, I might get lost in my head and I do that a lot. Okay. Um, so chakras. The model that we popularly see, especially um, in social media or when you Google chakras or look up a crystal for a chakra is the, um, uh, the Asian or the Indian model, which shows seven main chakras starting from your root, which is your first chakra, which is in your lower chakra, all the way up to your crown chakra, which is uh, located on your, the top of your head. Okay. So there's seven ones, and it looks like a rainbow: red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Okay. So that's the image that you popularly see everywhere. 
that's when people are saying, oh, your root chakra is blocked. And you know, oh, it's the one that's located on my cupcakes. It's the one that's there. So, you know, that's what you know. There are, so healers have used this, um, this energy system to help heal disease and bring harmony to their, the person that they're seeing. Um, It's been used throughout histories and it's been used cross-culturally. So although the model that we see now is the uh, Indian model that does have their their uh, Sanskrit names that we'll go over briefly when we talk about chakras, almost every culture historically has had their own chakra model. And this is something that's not really popularly known because like everything else, one big one just takes over and that's just all the information that you find. For example, so like I've said, the Indian model has, it's going up from the bottom to the top. Okay. The Mayans also had their own energy system, but their chakras were located at the extremities. Um, So if you're looking at me on YouTube, my arms are out like an idiot. (laughs) So the Mayans had a system where their chakra system was in their extremities, in their arms. So three chakras per arms and in their legs. And the belief system was that we, they were also energy healers, a form of Reiki. So since the energy usually travels through your arms in order for you to do the energy healing, they believe the chakra systems was located there in their extremities. Okay. Okay. I like, I, I get uh, that. It, it actually makes yeah. me think too of, um, in in one of my yoga classes, we actually do some kind of like Tai Chi energy work where we work yep. with like energy, you know, like, and we have like a ball of energy and, 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 and although I, 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 I do also feel very connected and, and can intuitively understand the more widely used um, Asian model that, that most of us uh-huh. are familiar with that, that, that also actually makes intuitive sense to me because like, I feel energy, exactly. you know, and, and, and like with grounding, like, like, especially when I'm hiking, I can actually feel kind of the energy going from my legs down and then back into the earth. Like I, that, yeah. okay. Like, I, 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 I mean, if you think about it, like your feet are what's touching the earth. So it makes right. sense that you are grounding through your feet. Like right. That versus, is what's connecting you. Uh-huh. Yes. Versus like in, in the, in the more widely used system, at, uh-huh. you know, as, as it stands now, like the, the root chakra is located essentially, uh, you know, where, where your tailbone is, is that tailbone accurate? Topics, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, I, I don't dispute that necessarily. And I do think someone who suffers with a lot of fear and um, low back issues, I, I definitely, you know, feel some resonance there. But on the other hand, like a lot of times, especially when I'm grounding, it's through, it's literally through my legs. Like, but the, yeah. So the belief system with having your root chakra there, the popular model is when you're sitting and meditating, what's touching the earth is your backside. So there is, there is, there's a reason for for both, okay. right? There, there's a there are different models for each belief system. The, the uh, Celtics also had their own chakra system, which is not popularly known. 
I know. So it's theirs is very similar to the traditional Asian model, except the, the ones, the chakra model that we use now goes from top to bottom and the Celtic model formed almost like a spiral. That's how they, if you looked at it, it was up and down, but the way it was used was almost in a circ a spiral. Okay. But the funny thing is, um, is that if you outline the spiral model for those who are familiar with Reiki and the symbols, it looked like the ch- the Choku Ray symbol, which is also you know it's a Japanese moon. So. Uh, but it's funny how a lot of these ideas overlap, and there is oceans and oceans. And millennia, of- yeah. In time, like it's, distance, time, like distance, and then time. Yeah. So much of so much of these ideas and feelings are are truly archetypal. I mean, they they span divides that our human brains can't even really fully comprehend. It's 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 really mind blowing. Exactly. So, but for the sake of this podcast, we are going to focus <laughs> on the traditional model of the seven main chakras, I hope, because there's not actually seven, there's more like 12, and many believe there's even up to 22, (laughs) right? It's, I have, I, I, I was so lucky. My, my mom, my mom, my mom is so sweet in that she, it's like, she wants to support me in, in my pursuit. So she, um, and, and I asked, I actually asked for some gift boxes, um, from the, the spiritual toolbox, which is a, um, a company in Australia down here in the Southern hemisphere that send that they do, they do really cool. Um, and anyway, right. So, um, so I asked my mom for my birthday um, back on the, the solstice um, if I could have these these gift boxes. And one of them had seven chakra essential oils and then one that's like a soul, just like a, a soul healing balm oil. Oh, and I'm just like rubbing them all over myself. <laughs> like, and my, my poor low back every day. I'm just like, yes, oil. Heal. Yeah, let's yes. <laughs> just pour the oil on top of you. Well, one of the things um, before we we get on this, to the second half, I want to mention now is that when your chakras are out of balance, it does affect not only yourself emotionally and spiritually, but after a while, after you ignore it long enough, it starts affecting you physically. So there is a lot of when I work with clients. Um, and one of the reasons I like doing long distance is because it really lets me connect with the person without the person getting too antsy on the table. So it just gives me time. Like I'm in my own space. I am, I, I, she has the time, she has the patience and I could really like go into it and see where your blocks are at to the point where I can almost feel where your aches and pains are. So when a chakra is ignored long enough, you start carrying, A, it starts almost like a weight and a pain where it's located. 
And then it translated to like this physical pain to the point where like, oh, no doctors can tell me what's wrong, but it hurts a lot. So for those who have problems with their heart chakra or like problems in relationships and stuff like that, their shoulders, they start carrying all their stress on their shoulders. For those who aren't grounded, Rachel, they start carrying <laughs> that pain on their backs and they start really like, it's, it's amazing how this works, but your spiritual body, your uh, esoteric body does start having an effect on your physical body because they're connected. It's like a bridge. It really, really is like a bridge. And you can't ignore one and not have it affect the other. Uh, do you have any questions, Rachel? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Before I continue, do you want to say anything? Um, no, I, it's... Um... It, it's just interesting to me um, to kind of, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar and I work with my chakras, but not, not quite as intimately or as uh, deeply, I suppose, as, as Michelle has done over the last number of years. So it's been, it's been interesting to see kind of how my spiritual path and my experience spiritually manifests physically. And to me, the chakra system, again, using the, the, the most um, widely or commonly known one, um, it, it, it does make a lot of intuitive sense because I, and, and I, think, I think a lot of our listeners will agree that funny things like sore throats tend to happen when you're not speaking your truth and sore shoulders and things happen in in this area i, I mean i i remember when my father-in-law had um emergency open heart surgery and under uh, you know he, he'd sort of like just come out or just come to and he said something about like his heart being broken open and it was like so oh. right i mean like you know th there's this sense of like having carried this pain around for a really long time and um yes in in my own personal experience um this sense of grounding and um, and and low back pain, um, you know, and it's interesting too because even even more, um, I suppose, uh, westernized healthcare um, will you'll see these synchronicities. So, um, I visited an osteopath recently to help with my low back, and and. and an osteopath is someone who it, it's kind of along the same lines as a chiropractor. They they do they do healing work, um, and it's you know, but it, it's it's kind of adjusting and and aligning. And so he uses words like congested and flow, which to me, res, it's it right. It's all about alignment and energy and and making sure that things are flowing and and going where they need to go. And it was really interesting to me because we were talking about my low back and he he said something to me about Rachel, you really need to get outside without shoes on. And I was like, what? 
and and he said, Rachel, he's like, your your sensory input and, and your feet, like you're not feeling that energetic connection to the earth. And it was just like I I just wished like I wished Michelle was with me because it was just this really oddly <laughs> resonant moment again in this like you know like the guy's cracking my back and I'm like can you please just fix my back and then also I have these spiritual things I'm working on but like Michelle was saying like it's, it's like connected. It's, connected. It, it's and and, it's totally and it, it 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 was it was it was just this kind of I mean, vaguely annoying because now I actually have to you know do this but like you know, but like this, 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 this beautiful little like resonant moment um, yeah. of like, you know, these things that are happening in my body are also to deal with my connectedness to the earth. And, yeah. you know, and, and like I said, here's this, here's this like British osteopath guy, like, you know, and, and he gets it. And it was, anyway, I wish all medical practitioners were like that. I, 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 hope that we both Michelle and I here personally and our listeners and just humanity in general can really capitalize on this spiritual physical connection and to me that's what that's what the chakra systems are about like we talked about initially it's this this bridge spiritually and physically and um and and it's you know and it's kind of easy to sink your teeth into because it's 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 quite a, a, a visually beautiful system, like to, to picture these colors and this, this rainbow gradient. It, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's quite, it's, it's, it's a really, e- go ahead. Yeah. It's an easy, it's an easy thing to, it's an easy thing to learn. Honestly, it's, it's, uh, it's something that you can work on privately. If, if it's something that you want to explore on your own, you don't need any, I'm just going to be honest, you don't need any formal training. You just need to be able to recognize the the imbalances within yourself. You need to be able to recognize, oh, well, maybe I do, you know, I, I need to work on uh, being more creative. I need to work on grounding myself. So, and this is not to say that if you are having physical pain, not to go to the doctor and be like, no, right, no, my right. chakra is just kind of, right. <laughs> this, is, this is not, we're not here for that. We're here to tell you that if you feel spiritually and emotionally imbalanced, there's still a chance for you to kind of hook onto those chakras, but do not ignore physical pains or if it's a really a heavy mental burden, please see a um, healthcare professional because all the hand healing and energy healing in the world sometimes is just not enough and we are not about hurting people or completely ignoring uh, Western medicine. There's a reason no. for Western <laughs> medicine, and it works. Thank you very much. Antibiotics. Yeah. So, with that being said, one of the things that I wanted to mention before we go on to the break is what our chakras look like. A lot of people have this idea that your chakras are just internal, that they okay. just sit inside your body, uh, and it doesn't work that way. Your chakras actually extend out from the middle of your body, almost like a cone. The best way I can describe it is I'm going to go to food. If you grab two ice cream cones and put them in the middle, and that middle part is the center of your body, and your chakras extend outward outside of your body. So it is around you. 
And that's part okay. of the, for healers, that's part of the reason we're able to kind of get in touch with it because we're not going into your tailbone, you know. Um, we, we can feel the energy on the outside. <laughs> we can feel the energy on the outside. And that does affect your aura. And that's why your auras are always changing colors. Um, you are a physical, energetic being. And the energy is not just contained inside your body. It does go outward. So for empath, especially when somebody's not having a good day, you're sometimes picking up a lot of on those imbalances and that energy. Everything is energy. We're all energy. And just like that, your chakras are also, you touch on that a little bit. One thing I wanted to say, and this actually just came up yesterday. And you're going to laugh, Rachel, because I haven't told you this. So yesterday, I am a part of a bunch of woo-woo Facebook group. So if you ever see me on a Facebook group, say hi, Michelle Mello. Um, and not to call this particular person out, I, I'm not going to say her name, but in one of the groups, the question was asked, can you, how, no, not can, was it can you or how do you, how do you remove your chakras? What? And yes, it was a really odd question. And she said that somebody told her, an energy healer told her that you are able to remove your chakras. Now, unless I have completely missed something, which I feel like I haven't, I've never even heard of this, that is the equivalent of cutting out a vital organ. I was just going to say, you like, even do that. I don't what, think you like, can even do that. Well, but what, what, again, like, we talk, long-time listeners will know that we talk about spiritual bypassing a lot. I mean, like, what what would the purpose be other than to just like I'm having like I don't know my my root chakra annoys me or I don't want to have to work on this like why why I don't even understand what the point of removal would be other than to sort of like bypass the challenge of rebalancing or working with it. Yeah, I mean that's. Again, unless if somebody can leave a comment or write us an email, spilling the tea leaves at gmail.com, because huh. I don't, maybe she just had enough heartbreak. She's like, you know what? I don't need my heart chakra anymore. Yeah, like I'm, never I'm, I'm done. Closing up, I'm closing up done. Shop. Closing up shop. Remove this organ. Jeez. Remove this energy source. I no longer need it for this lifetime. Arrivederci. Like, that's the only. Okay, unless I'm missing something completely, to me, that's the equivalent of opening your own chest and pulling out your heart. Literally pulling out your heart. Not in some melodramatic way. It's literally cutting cutting aortas and removing. Because that is the only way I see... If you could even do that, I, I, I've never heard of this. I've never heard of chakra surgery. Huh. Oh, well, I, I, that I, yes. <laughs> Again, if anyone has any insight, that's, the, you know, even, even in my darkest times, I guess I've never fully wanted to rid, you know, it was more like, how can I, how can I fix this? Not how do I remove it? Like, I don't know. That's yeah, interesting. It was totally, huh. total, and the comments were um, along what I just said, like, why do you want to do that? You can't do that. What are you talking about? A couple of gifts in there and some memes and then another person came in and said yeah you can totally do that 
but nobody's providing me any information. So now I'm like stuck on this one post where I'm just like, somebody tell me why, huh. how, where, and who is providing the service? Because I got a bunch of questions <laughs> for this person. Like, who is saying that you can remove an energy? That's just, I feel like that's impossible. Anyway, um, one last quick, 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 quick thing before okay. we go on break is I had mentioned, I think I mentioned before, that there are seven major chakras, the ones that we're familiar with. Yes. But there are actually, some believe from up to 12, and many believe up to 22. And I'm going to talk about quickly about a couple of them just to give you an idea of where they're located. There's one that is located past your feet into the earth. So there's a okay. chakra that connects to you as a person, the realized being here that connects you and tethers you into the earth. And it's popularly a, I want to say either a brown chakra color or maybe okay. even a black one. I'm not too sure. But that is one. So even below your root chakra, your first chakra, there is a earth chakra. And I think that one is the eighth one according to some models because even then those models differ so the eighth like chakra that. is almost like your your earth chakra i have a book here on the human aura and there's some pictures that i'm trying to see if i can find a model and there's books on this guys like you can you can go down a really long deep rabbit hole anyway but um mm -hmm. but it's 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 fun. It's, it's so, fun it, it, no, it, it is. It, it's, it's interesting. And, you know, and again, it, it, as you, you know, like I, I would love, I would love to hear um, from, from our listeners, if, if you find any kind of resonance or as you start to kind of delve in or, you know, any of the work that you've done previously, like what are some of the things that have happened in your life that you just can feel like oh god that like you know i mean like when you feel something in your chest or like in your stomach and like you're you're nauseated or your 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 shoulders are just killing you or you know like yeah. sometimes like like you can really just feel that you're like looking at something with your third eye like anyway i just like i i love i i would love to hear those things if if you know for people who've either experienced it previously or start to experience it as they you know go down our, our fun little rabbit holes um, should we take yeah. a break? Let's, yeah, let's kind of take yeah, a break before we bore everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will yeah, so awesome. yeah. stop here. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Awesome. guys welcome back to the spilling the tea leaves podcast with rachel and michelle who's dancing she's got like a little jig going on <laughs> she's feeling those energy centers it's great everything's flowing um this is our first session in the summer chakra series we are touching briefly on whatever an introduction to chakras could possibly be there's so much and we're we're trying our best to kind of delineate whatever it is we can attempt to explain 
cohesively yeah. here. Um, so we've talked a bit about uh, different traditions and uh, the overlap that is there and the kind of alignment of the the seven energy centers that is most traditionally um, and widely used today. And um, it's 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 just so cool. It's you know we we've talked a bit about how it, it just actually really like you can can really feel it. At least I can on um on a on a, a pretty regular basis. And um, you know, Michelle, I I'd, I'd love to get your opinion on before we delve into kind of the, the like the the seven chakras themselves um, and give a little like a, a baseline information about those. Like. I'd actually like to talk to you a bit about feeling into when things are not flowing or when things are are blocked. Like how 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 can you tell? How do you know? Like what what do you do then? Well, this is a practice of uh, mindfulness of just being aware. For example, Rachel and I have are I'm not going to say hyper aware, but we are aware when things are not flowing correctly. And it, it, you do have to take the chance to kind of sit back and say, okay, do I feel not grounded? What is my fear? Do I, am, I, am I not feeling creative? Am I not feeling uh, loved? And honing on those keywords, like, am I afraid? Am I feeling unloved, uncreative, um, uninspired? So there's there's certain keywords that can really help you hone in on what what you're lacking, and sometimes just your regular world problems. If you're having relationship problems, it does sometimes affect the way our heart chakra is processing uh, your energy. So with every symptom, I guess there is a usually a corresponding chakra, okay. and there are ways to keep them balanced and healthy. In addition, I want to point out that there are a lot of times that if one chakra is not in balance is the word that I want to use. I, I Blocked is a word, stuck is a word, but it, they always have these negative connotations like they have no space in our world. Like sometimes it happens, it's a process that we're going through, it's there. But when they're out of balance, I like to use, um, it usually affects your other energy centers. So if okay. your plexus is sluggish, it might affect your heart or it might affect your sacral chakra or even your root. Okay. There is a, for all of those who are watching, if you YouTube or if you Google avatar chakras, yes, it's a kid's cartoon on Nickelodeon, ah. but the way they explained it was so redonkulously good that it, it makes down for you to watch it and have your kids watch it too it's a real quick intro to chakras and the way they explained it is like this waterfall and there's like a little pond with never next to a little waterfall and when one of the ponds gets stuck with leaves or debris it affects the flow of water to the other little yes water. so that's the best description everything is easy and everything flows but then when there is some junk in the trunks when something gets stuck it does affect the way the other um the other energy centers it affects the other energy centers and that's normal and then it happens right um yeah. and real quick before i jump into your first root shock and how do you can tell that it's 
plugged. Like I mentioned before, there's 12, even up to 22. And I want to just quickly go over where these are located. I mentioned the earth chakra that's outside of your body into the earth that still connects your your esoteric physical or excuse me your spiritual body but there's other chakras above your crown chakra um there's like a god i'm not even going to mention the names but they're up there so they are outside okay. of your body sometimes it's believed to connect you to like other dimensions uh it's believed to connect you to like other things that are going outside of us and some people believe that you could access them through your hands, which is really similar to the Mayan chakra system. Like the okay. way yeah. work by connecting with those chakras via their hands. And then other people believe that you can also access them, obviously, through meditation and things. But there is a whole model. Um, hopefully, I'm going to link a picture up on our website somewhere so you guys can take a look at what we are referring to. Do you want to start talking about chakras, <clears throat> your root chakras? Do you want to go into that? Sure. So starting now and throughout the rest of our series, we're going to be working, as we've mentioned, with the most widely used um, Asian or Indian system, which consists of seven chakras, starting with your root chakra uh we mentioned uh because it's it's a it's a chakra that i work with often um and it's located essentially at the base of your spine it's um yeah. it's associated with the color red it has to do with your connectedness to the earth essentially it is your grounding center like michelle mentioned so the idea was when you're actually sitting cross-legged or with your um bottom your badonk donk on the ground you you would be thus connected through your root chakra to the earth um it has to do with connectedness safety mm -hmm. fear um feeling I want to say at home, at ease, like being rooted, like literally yes. rooting down. Um, it's, it's your basic need. It's that security yeah. shocker. It's it's that it's the it's the I am safe or I am home or I am centered affirmation. It's the your when your basic needs are met: food, shelter water whatever else that you instinctively need that is your that's represented by your root chakra and in sanskrit it is a mula muladhara muladhara is how it's pronounced muladhara somebody correct me please chakra <laughs> um, but yes like rachel mentioned it is that that security it's that like when you don't feel that you have your space when you are like, have you ever seen those people that are flighty almost? That's she's like, oh, she's such a, like, a, what an airhead. Like, they're, you can tell when somebody isn't grounded. They're, they're not like tethered to this earth. Their head's always somewhere else. They're super spacey. They have no basis in reality. They have no effing clue what is happening. Those are usually those who are imbalanced in their root chakra. 
Okay. And one of the things that Rachel mentioned is if one of this is a quick fix, a root chakra. I mean, quick if you do have the basic needs met, obviously. Um, if you feel like you're uncentered or ungrounded, just go outside barefoot and walk on the grass. Gardening helps as well. I don't want to get into too much detail because I want to make sure that we leave plenty for Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Well, yes, we're, we're as part, as part of our actual series, we're, we're going to be starting um, with the root chakra. So we'll be delving into yeah. different mantras and uh, everything that, that, that you can use to begin affirmations and plants and food and color. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> It is. Um, Yes. So, so that is, so that, that's your, your, your root. And that is essentially, and again, I don't, I don't like using the lower and the higher, but that, that's kind of the, if if we're looking at it in in actual terms. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. This is like your earthly connection. Um, It's your earthly connection. And from your from your solar plexus down and then from your heart up it's usually your spiritual connection yes so right. the the root chakra is is the your first your your very baseline connection and where you are rooted into the earth going up then is your second chakra your sacral chakra this is your creative center it's it's located in the same area as your creative organs, your sexual organs. It's, it has to do with your expression on this earth, you know, and it's really wild, Michelle, I don't know if you had the similar experience, but when I was pregnant during each of my pregnancies, my creative abilities shut down. I couldn't paint, I couldn't write, I couldn't draw because all of my creative energy was very literally during that time centered in that area. And it was like everything that I had was just going to what I was actually kind of creating in, in literally creating in that eyeball. time. And we're right. Like, oh yeah, he's grown a heart this week. Like um I'm creating a little chant today. Literal creation at that time. Um yeah. Yeah, so that that's your second your your second chakra is your um your sacral chakra and it's it's yeah. you know and and sec and and sexual expression is tied into that as well. Um it's it's it, it's how you express um identity, creativity, um who you are, who you want to look like you are, for lack of a better yeah. way to put it, um, it it's uh, it's uh, it has to do a lot with uh, relationships and relating as well. It's the oh my god, I'm going to screw this word in Sanskrit, Sava Savadisthana Chakra. Like Rachel mentioned, it is orange. It does have to do with relationships and creativity. There is a whole other thing about using this very specific chakra. Um, in manifesting during climax. So, <laughs> yeah, serious. So we're getting into some juicy stuff now. <laughs> we might, we might, you know what? For the sacral chakra, it might be like an R-rated. 
um, <laughs> podcast because there is a there is a, a believe to be a magic uh, associated with the chakra uh, when it comes to manifesting because it is literally like Rachel said it is the creating chakra like that is your creative source where you are the most creative so it makes sense that during a very specific time in the, your life <laughs> when you are climaxing and you want to create that it works with manifesting right Sorry. listen listen uh, <laughs> in terms in terms of like and again michelle and i come to this experience as women who are mothers so it's having been through that experience um but also being creative individuals, whether it's artistic or um, doing doing this type of work, doing this podcast. I mean, there's there's a sense of, of creation there. But as a species, and again, as someone you know, as an animal intuitive, someone who is pretty tapped into nature in that way, the propagation of the species is a is is one of the most singularly intense creative acts and you can't discuss the that creative act without it being inherently sexual like that's how you make the babies <laughs> like um you know so we're gonna <laughs> so yeah so and and uh ns not safe for work right nsfw it's it's NSFW. gonna be a going to be a little juicy but like michelle said this idea of you know and and there are lots of traditions um satanism for one um is really um a tradition that really embraces sexual magic and sexual energy for, for that purpose because it's that is such an intense manifesting energy um and yeah. it's 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 in that neighborhood. So this is all sh sacral chakra, sexy stuff. I a lot of alliteration and yeah, that's, that's good stuff. So mo good. moving moving right uh, up moving right yes. and along. Um, right, uh, solar plexus chakra is your number three. It's um, traditionally associated with the color yellow. It's located further up your abdomen, maybe. A bit above your belly button, I want to say. I mean, like above not... your belly and below the rib cage, if that makes sense. Like right where your rib cage ends. If you're looking at me, don't look at my tummy. But just look at where my fingers are pointing around there. So if like you lift up your pants and it like sits where it sits on that weird, awkward. When you lift up your leggings and it sits on that like weird section, that's where it's usually located. Stop! I have leggings on. Why are you laughing at me? There. It's called the Manipuda Chakra, and it is yellow. Um, this chakra is to do with energy and self-esteem and kind of your your standing within yourself. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like. It's the willpower. Yeah. Um, it's the one that you take control of your life. So when you feel like you kind of are. Yeah, not in control or lacking clarity or feeling helpless. It's usually, if I can remove a chakra, this would be it. <laughs> this All right, now, now we're getting into the meat. Really? 
That's yeah, this, this would be it because I don't, yes, it's, it's something that I've struggled with always. Um, it is the willpower. It's that decision-making. It's that taking control of your life yeah. chakra. And it's always, out of all the clients that I see, this is usually the one that's off balance. Really? Solar plexus. Yes. Out of all the clients that I see, this is the one that uh, I feel is off balance. It's between this one and your heart. Oh, yeah, probably this This one. It's sacral, solar, and heart. So solar plexus okay. for sure. And then it's a close tie between your heart and sacral chakra. But this huh. is the, like the self-esteem place. It's the, it's, if yeah. your lower chakras are off balance or your higher chakras are off balance, this is the one that's usually affected. And if you really think about all the issues that you're having, it usually stems from, I don't feel like I'm in control of this, or I feel helpless, yeah. or yeah. Um, I don't have the confidence, or I can't make a decision. And this all comes from your solar plexus, your yeah. self-esteem. So these are really important it's your it's emotional issues tied into physical problems if that makes sense like okay. things that are usually does that make sense like things yeah. that are yeah it's it's your emotional meeting your physical which is perfect because it's your physical or your lower chakras connected to your higher and your heart so yeah. this is where they meet and yeah. this is so most of the problems that i see in clients and almost nine out of ten it's a solar plexus um imbalance so if I can remove a chakra from my body, this chakra would be it. Let's go back to the practice. Where's sign up? Where's that lady? <laughs> right. We need answers, people. How do you get this out? Um, How do you get this? Yeah. Yeah. So solar plexus is a big, I would, I'm happy that we're doing a whole thing on this one because this is such a huge one for so many people. And it also has a lot to do with spiritual bypassing where you just want to blame something else uh, for your issues. So this is like, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is going to be a heavy one. So if you're going to listen to any of these, aside from the sexy, sacral one. Oh yeah, definitely. Solar, yeah. <laughs> get that double work in. Um, the solar plexus one, I highly recommend that you really, really try to make a schedule thing to tune in because this is a big this is one that you could work on but this is one that a lot of people don't pay attention to me included okay always so I'm gonna have um, chakra surgery next week <laughs> but that, that taking control of your life it's that indecisiveness when you're feeling um, that helplessness it's yeah. it's yeah, that's your sacral. Uh, your heart chakra, Anantara, I think is Anan. Anan. Oh my goodness, Ananata. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about it so I can get the appropriate name? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this is your fourth chakra. It is your heart chakra. That one's pretty easy to locate. So that's here, typically associated with the color green, but often also with the color pink. Um, yeah. There's a lot here, obviously with just love in general, but self-love, um, you know, so it's not just about love outward. It's not just about the love that you have and, and compassion, although it is, I mean, this, you know, and, and I think too, like for me, um, 
the fact that it extends outward to your arms and it's, you know, this sense of like, what are you embracing? What are you bringing in um, both for yourself and for others? Like it's, there's a lot, not just within your chakra itself, but like as it extends out now, I'm the idiot with my arms out um, as it extends outward. Like what, what are you embracing in this world? What is, what is giving you feelings of of love and compassion and and goodness and how are you nurturing yourself how are you nurturing others how are they nurturing you where are you getting that um yeah it's and, and anahata is the name sorry not to interrupt anahata anahata okay I, my uh, h's are really nice <laughs> <laughs> um but it, it's interesting too because with the heart chakra it's not just about whether you're doing it, but your willingness, you, you know, your willingness to love yourself, your willingness to love and embrace others, um, you know, even even when they may not agree with you or, you know, things that are going on in the world, how do you how do you deal with that from a, a compassion perspective? Um, it's, yeah. it, it, it has, it, it's a it's a big one, too. The yeah. Chakra, especially. Uh, it has to do with forgiveness as well. Self, yeah. self love, yeah. not only yeah. like love for your partner or your children, self love, peace and empathy. Uh, it's a, um, this is, it, this is a heavy one because it, when I see the, when I speak to clients or when I work on, on clients, the heart chakra is usually the biggest one. It's like the one that is just so wide open and so overflowing and unfortunately, when that happens, it's still an imbalance when it's overactive, yeah. when you have an overactive chakra, it's still an imbalance. You don't want to go too fast and you don't want to go too slow. Uh, I see that a lot. If you're already looking for a Reiki treatment, you're already in a place that you're vibing higher than most. Because you're looking for almost a spiritual connection outside of like, well, I'm just going to go to the spa and get my nails done. And and, and that's my self-love or self-care. Like you're doing a little more. And, and this, and with the heart chakra in the spiritual community, we tend to give a lot to people. And we tend to give ourselves. We tend to share. We love and light and all this stuff. But we are not doing the same for ourselves. Yes. Right. Uh, I mean, guilty. It's true. It's absolutely true. It's guilty. I'll be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you. We'll take care of it. And everything is like this outflowing of love. And unfortunately, we don't get it back. Not that we're expecting it to, but we're not giving it to ourselves. And there's that's a whole other chapter when you we're not taking care of ourselves and knowing how to set those healthy boundaries or say no like we're just like yes take 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 and we are not filling our own cups so the heart chakra within the spiritual community it's usually not an underactive one like the solar plexus it's an, a very active got it place for us it's a very mm-hmm. very active place hence um shoulder pain a lot of people carry their stress on their shoulders when they have an overactive heart and i love you guys and i am happy (laughs) you have an overactive heart chakra but i want (laughs) you to love yourself too keep that energy for yourself sometimes yeah yeah um do you want to talk about the throat chakra or the vishuddha 
Yes. <laughs> so moving moving up into your actual throat is your throat chakra. This um, chakra number five is typically associated with the color. Um, wait, hang on. So green. Um, thank you. Blue. I'm like, okay, wait, where are we on the? Okay, good. Um, in really simple, easy, basic terms, it is about speaking your truth. Um, like there's, it is about, and and we're not we're not talking about telling somebody where to stick it. Although often that is important for nice. throat chakra health, nice. right? Um, nice. You know, but like I think a lot about my my beautiful loving children, and um, before I get to the point where I'm snapping it, you know, like I'm I'm tr I'm in heart chakra and I'm trying to give and I'm yes my my I'm trying to be like the Virgin Mary and being very beatific and oh yes my lovely children and then I'm like. Batman voice, like I've had enough. Like that. <laughs> when when you go into Batman voice mode, that means you've you've gone beyond your throat chakra like threshold. Like I, I again, to, Michelle mentioned earlier, it's a question of mindfulness, and you know, I I in those moments, it's it's a it's a lovely reminder for me to speak my truth earlier so that I don't go into Batman voice mode. <laughs> And like, stop touching me. <laughs> Let me do this. No, it's, yeah, it's, if you don't, it's the communication, right? It's yeah. for those who have a lot of throat problems, like yeah. sore throats, this is a physical manifestation of a, uh, of that problem. When you're not communicating when you're not saying what you want to say because you don't want to hurt that other person's feelings. And we've all done this, like, oh, I just, God, I don't want to tell her anything. Let's just let her be like that. I do that often. And sometimes, and then you get to the point where you're just like, you know what? I, and then you just spit it out and it comes out in the worst way. But um, it's expression. It's speaking your truth. It's communication. It's also realizing your purpose. And that <clears throat> it's, it's, when you're not when you're not speaking your truth you're not being true to who you are and that creates a whole other set of issues um when you lie a lot as well that causes a lot of problems within your throat chakra oh. um when you're not speaking your truth and not only is it speaking, but not being able to listen to others. So this is all communication. It's all communication. It. When you're not, when you are, if you're that type of person that you're listening to the other person and you're not even hearing what they're saying, you're not listening, you're just waiting for them to stop talking so then you can say something. <laughs> you have a jacked up throat chakra. You know who you are. So... <laughs> We're not calling you out. We're just it's just an invitation for you to really communicate properly, effectively. Because if you're just waiting for the other person to shut up, then you are you're not doing yourself a whole lot of good and you're not communicating properly. I mean, you're just not you're not doing the art of conversation correctly. And it is like Rachel mentioned it is uh blue. I bet 
Yeah. Well, no, wait, no, wait. First, first, I have to tell the coolest story. Um, because I just met her today. I met the coolest chick today. Um, when I was walking back from dropping the kids off at school, and um, her her mother passed away about eighteen months ago. And as part of her healing, she has started writing poetry and is doing these open mic nights. And I was like, that is some throat chakra work. It was so cool, like. <laughs> It was, it was just like her, you know, and like her talking about like this, like, you know, this sense of like getting it out and, and, and it was just, you know, again, it was like this perfect, beautiful manifestation of like some real throat chakra healing. And I, I just thought it was really beautiful. And yeah. So, you know, again, it's, it's just like every, the, the way, the way that every individual person uh, works with each of their chakras and how they heal can be so, I mean, I'm not sure that every person has the fortitude to get up at an open mic night. That, that is some really intense uh, work that she's doing. And I think it's so cool. Um, But, but again, it's, you know, the way, the way that each person kind of works through these, these centers and these energies is just, it's just, it's so, so individual and so cool as well. Um, I like that. I like that. And it's when you're speaking your truth, and this is something that I sometimes, I have an issue with all my chakras, okay? So let's get that off. off. When, so I have a problem telling people what I do in real life. I have no problem going on YouTube and telling a billion strangers that this is my jam. I'm super woo-woo. I have, this is, I don't tell people that I even have a business. I'm like, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And that's the end of it. Like I don't go into details because some people are not accepting and it's just the, where I live right now. It's just very, uh, odd. It's different. It's not more. I'm not, I'm not in Kansas anymore or even in Kansas anyway. So, but when I do speak my truth, it helps to kind of realize my purpose. So I've met a lady at, uh, on my daughter's birthday in, um, in another city. And the kids were playing, and our kids were by themselves. I only have one kid, and she only had the one child. And they're like, oh, do you think that maybe they can play together? And they run around this, like, pretend city and earn money. And they were getting along great. And the whole time, she's asked, she's a lovely person. Like, I, she was so great. She's asking me what I do, and I'm like, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And that's all I said. She's like, oh, well, you know, she's talking to me about, like, that they broke into her Tesla, and that she's, like, a computer engineer, da-da-da. At the end of like two hours, she goes, oh, do you think, um, she's like, oh, I was wearing my bracelets. She's like, I really like your bracelets. I'm like, oh, thank you. I made them. And she's like, you make them? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a crystal Reiki master that I actually have my own business. And she goes, I love that. I absolutely love that. You have that face. You have that like high vibing hippie face which i don't know if it was a compliment or not I think it oh it totally was yes yeah yes. and then she's like what's your business name and i told her oh it's remember love she's like i've heard of you and i'm like i just spent two effing hours completely hiding who i truly am and then all of a sudden in the last 10 minutes and i felt like i gypped myself of not like sharing these things with her and i'm just like I, why do i do this like why am i not realizing who i am and it's a work in progress i mean yeah. Oh, we all are, but, man. <laughs> and I'm just like, why didn't I? 
I'm like, first off, I'm famous. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not famous. Um, I'm just kidding. So, but still, I'm like, why, why, why am I like this? Like, why, why am I blocking myself? Okay. All right. So these are my two favorite ones. Yes. And then so. Yeah, we're quickly running out of time. Yes, yes. Uh, so the next one is your third eye, and it's located in between your eyebrows, but a little up. So, like, he, you, yeah, I, I keep rubbing so my if, forehead, like most so of you if can you see. you feel like that dent, there's like a dent somewhere on your forehead, like if you really squeeze in there, right above your eyebrow. It's not like perfectly placed, but it's, I don't know. If you guys you'll, see me on you'll YouTube, feel it. Right there. You'll, you, you you'll can, feel like, it. You can kind of, like, and, and your finger will just kind of like it settle in and, and you don't even really have to try. You'll just, you'll, you'll feel into it. And um, typically associated with the color indigo. So kind of a, a really lovely, deep, rich, bluey, inky, purpley. Um, I don't know, to me, like watery, intuitive, um, because it is. So third eye is about, it, it's it, it's still actually kind of, it, 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 to me, this is an interesting one because it's still very much you, but it's where you're really starting to reach into those like spiritual places. So it's this like rich kind of like, again, like I actually, I can kind of like picture the cosmos. It, it's, it's inky. It's, it's like a nebula, like you're you're from from within you're your reaching own there. <laughs> yes. you're reaching for. It's like your internal yes. it's your internal galaxy it's like your intuition yes. it's your your uh your clarity your your psychic ability your ability for uh clear audience and clairvoyance it's like your vision it's it's still it's here and it's there it's like that that bridge between yep. your ability and the uh, cosmos, if that makes yes. sense. Yes, yes. So right. like it's still yes. it's still very much you. So like when I when I think about the third eye chakra, it's it, to me like I, I want to use the word flavor. Like it's gonna have a lot of your flavor. So like the way that the way that Michelle works with spirit is so different from the way that I work with spirit. And to me, that is like third eye energy, like to a T because it's every, cause it's still, it's very individual. It's still very within each person. And, and we're walking around in these little muggle meat suits. And, and that, that to me is like third eye. It's, <laughs> it's, no, it's, that's but, the perfect explanation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I, I could not say that better myself. It's your own jam. <laughs> Next one. No, but yeah, it is, it is a, a, it's how you connect. It's how you follow your intuition. And this is, if this podcast were to have a chakra, it would probably be the third eye chakra. Oh, right? Yes. <laughs> Like I, I, I suddenly like I, I love spilling the tea leaves, but I suddenly feel like I want to change the name. Like, oh my god, changing the colors is going to be purple, indigo, and green. Yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's like this. It's, it's, it's. If we were a chakra, it would be the third eye. It is how you perceive, how you see spirit, how you connect, um, how you follow into your intuition. It's very individualized. Um, it's your ability to, for inner guidance, it's your wisdom and your insights. So it is, it's like a bridge between your, yourself and spirit. There is 
Also, the bad part of having an overactive third eye or third eye chakra or third chakra, third eye, yeah. Uh, and I wrote it down. <sighs> an overactive third chakra without the support of other chakras would manifest into fantasies and illusions. So having an overactive one is also not a good thing. So that's why it's important to have being grounded. Again, these are these oh, those airy people that are like walking around all spacey. It's because they are they're not supported by the other chakras. So before you can start working on that third eye, which everybody loves and everybody wants to start working on immediately, you really need to take care of everything else. Um, and the lack of clarity is usually an underactive third eye, like not being able to see the picture, the bigger picture and things like that. Yeah. Oh, and the... Sanskrit name is Ajna. Ajna. Okay, cool. So, and then the final one. Yes, finally. Oh. The, yeah, oh, go ahead. No, do you, what? No, do you have something else to say? No, sorry, never mind. I thought you wanted to say something <laughs> well, else. No, I no, like, I, 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 well, no I, I have I have loads of stuff that I want to say, but I'm going to save it for the third eye chakra. And it's session. a lot. There's a lot. No, there, there is. It's, it's, it, I'm too excited. So, um, the 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 final chakra that, again that we're going to explore and just to to keep it to, you know because to, to kind of limit it um is your crown chakra it's located essentially right at the top of your head uh your crown um the color is a, a really vibrant violet to me when i picture the color it's actually violet but with gold like and i know that yellow like yellow and violet are kind of like at, at opposite ends of the color wheel but to me like there's this there's this like violet going into like white and gold like it's it's a really but an, it's a very vibrant alive violet color mm -hmm. so it's it's here and that is uh you know and again there 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 are other chakras above above and beyond and and without but that is essentially where you end and the other really like begins and so it's that's that is your your connection to receiving all of the the goodness and connectedness and richness that comes from your guides from spirit from goddess from from everything good that is above us around us but also within us and um and it's good stuff yeah. like yeah, it's it's your your connection to source yeah consciousness the awareness of a higher consciousness uh, your spirituality like everything think of it almost like a funnel where everything when you hear the, the another popular term in the spiritual community is i got a download last night which is weird to me a little bit because i'm like you're not a computer like i understand connecting so that's like a a, a, a word now right like i got a download last night um <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so if you're gonna, if you're downloading information from like godly internet, then that's where a lot of the information would come from. I don't know. Listen, I I really love our community and everything else, but I'm also aware that there are trends and buzzwords that get fed in, and I I will be stupid to ignore that many people are trying to sell you something. So there are a lot of buzzwords. People want to sell books. They want to sell their eBooks. They want to sell, everybody's trying to sell you something. So 
while like a commercial is trying to sell you something, somebody's going to come up with a new buzzword to try to get this to you. Um, there is these sell. Okay, not go there. <laughs> Sorry. Just be mindful of stuff. If it doesn't resonate with you, don't do it. There is, there are people selling you pieces of glass. I swear to Jesus. There are pieces of glass and they're so beautiful and so colorful. They look like Skittles and they're like, this is volcanic, volcanic glass. It's like obsidian, but the volcano just happened to spit it out in a purple form. They're glass slags and they're very clearly glass slags. But for somebody who's not familiar with it, they don't know that they're trying to sell you pieces of glass from like a leftover window that they weren't, that somebody else broke. And they, the big thing is that crown and a third eye. They're like, this is, this is going to work with your crown chakra. This is what's going to open it, but it's a piece of glass. And mind you, yes, some people believe there are healing properties in glass. I get that. If you're buying it and you know it's a piece of glass, go for it. If you're buying it because you think it's uh, volcanic glass and naturally occurring, it's not. So, yes, our spiritual community has a lot of beautiful things, but you have to be mindful if they're trying to sell you something at the end. Anyway, you're back to the crown chakra. Your crown chakra is your connection to source. It has to do with spirituality. An overactive crown chakra really, um, is an obsess obsessiveness, obsessiveness or obsessive attachment to spiritual matters. So mm -hmm. somebody who is constantly, again, not grounded, and that's mm -hmm. all they're saying in their daily lives, it's, it's like, this, like a culty mindset, like somebody yeah. that's in a cult. That is indicative of an overactive crown chakra. And we don't want overactive too. We want happy balance. Yeah, it's, there, there are a lot of people within the spiritual community who <sighs> ignore, for lack of a better term, the lower chakras. And there are even some spiritual traditions and communities who even even within western history where you separate the your your base human needs and you know you can't have any sexual thoughts and these human bodies you know like to to as though it's some sort of like duality where you separate out the spiritual and the higher thoughts from your 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 dirty human bodies and a, you know, we, we've discussed chakra removal, so this this to me is quite similar. A, you can't separate it even if you want to, um, or at least I, we, this person has not contacted us yet, and we don't know how. Um, so, well, for right now, let's assume right. <laughs> for right now, let's for right now assume that you you can't. You you are you are in the body that you're in, like it or not, and B who's who's to say that the things that we experience with these bodies are not part of what will get us home you know this yes they're the the chakras go from from the base the connectedness up here but that doesn't mean that what is rooted and connected I mean, t to me, I think of a tree, like the, the roots are, are no less important or beautiful than the leaves. It's, and you can't have one without the other. It's it, like, yeah, 
Yeah. So, so to, to, again, to, to, to bypass or ignore or attempt to remove is ultimately going to result in, in quite a bit of, of heartache, I think. And, um, you know, the work, the work is hard, the, 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 the balancing yes, and the, the mindfulness. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, we're, yes, it is. we're, we, <laughs> Michelle and I are so, not here to tell you it's easy because it, it's often not. <laughs> um, sorry. I wish I would be like, Hey, yeah, this is super easy. Everybody can do it. And then we're just all going to transcend in one big, like next week, everybody transcends and then we can just, you yay! know, <laughs> at some point, yay, we did it. But it's not, this is all work. This is, we are living on this earthly plane and there's things being thrown at us on every different angle. And it is for us to experience life. We are here to experience life. And one of the tools that we have been giving is uh, the ability to learn to use our brain. And this is one way that we are able to find some sort of harmony and balance in our lives in order for us to continue to do the work. Yeah. And this is, chakras is one of the easiest things that we can kind of sink our teeth into. So if you're just starting and you're just coming in and you don't want a single piece of pendulum, you don't want to deal with the plant, like you, you want no crisp, you want nothing, you just want to focus on, on working on your chakras and working on yourself, you can do this. This is, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it is something that you could, you could work with. Like you can, before going to bed, sit there, meditate, repeat the affirmations, repeat the mantras. And then you can start, if you choose to start adding crystals or plants or color therapy or witchcraft or whatever, that this is something that you can, you can do and not seem completely off your rocker of that. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So I think this is is going to be the longest podcast that we've done. We say that every time. (laughs) I know. Um, I know. But this this was, I think, a pretty solid intro. So where we're going to go from here is to actually, for the next seven sessions, delve in individually. And like Michelle, like Michelle said, it's we're going to be talking about different different oils and and color therapy and spirit animals and 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 ways ways to actually work with each one of these energetic centers and. Um, and, and really give you some things to kind of meditate on and, and work with, um, and, and hopefully some of it resonates and you can, you can find a jumping in point and, and add it to your practice or expand whatever practice you do already have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank you for listening to our hour and a half long podcast. (laughs) 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 I think yeah i mean this is this is this is one of my favorite subjects so i'm 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 living i'm living for it okay so i think that's it do you have anything else to add no man we got we got we got to cut ourselves off this has been a big one we're done we're done we're just gonna be talking (laughs) get out of here and this is prior to rachel and i stalking already an hour before my kids are coming in saying i'm hungry i want some lunch all right so this is the end of spilling the tea leaves podcast episode Something or other. I believe it's episode 12. But um, we're going to upload this on YouTube. Please make sure that you're following us on YouTube. Just um, look for Spilling the Tea Leaves. You can find us online at spillingthetealeaves.com. Rachel is um, taking over our Instagram. It's called at Spilling Leaves. We also have a Twitter at Spilling Leaves as well. 
Um, yeah, and make sure that you listen to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Please make sure that you are subscribing, sharing us, leave us a comment. Feel free to email us at spillintotealeaves at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're getting some awesome feedback, especially on Instagram, which just like fills my heart on like this <laughs> week where all the planets are doing backflips or something. So Ooh, it was just yeah. like, this beautiful message that I got. And I was like, yes. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, give us a share. And we will see you next time for the Root Chakra episode. Again, my name is Michelle Mello. You can follow me at rememberlovehealing.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at rememberlove. And this is my beautiful friend, Rachel. Hi, guys. I am Rachel and Animal Intuitive. You can find me on Instagram at Cottage on Wolf Lane. And if you want to DM me pictures of your cats doing weird stuff, I'd, I'd be up for that. That's definitely what I want to see. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.